welcome to Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grinding Podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are, as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time. Now get ready, because we're about to dive real deep inside of Hollywood's dumpster in search of the good, the so bad it's good, and the fucking ugly. Now put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Yo, what up? This is Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grind, coming back at you with another one. I'm Ian, and today we are doing Scanned Deep 2004. Directed by Gabriel Bartolos. I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly. And if not, I hope he's not listening. Uh, this is starring Warwick Davis and a whole bunch of other nobodies who nobody's ever seen in the movie before. Maybe I'm wrong, but Warwick Davis is definitely the big one. Uh, <laughs> he is known, of course, as the Leprechaun, which if you watched the last episode, we did Leprechaun in Space. Now we're doing this one because Sloan, we really wanted to cover it. He, uh, he's he been bothering me night and day. Like, we got to do skin deep. We got to do skin deep. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, we're going to do Leprechaun in Space. And he was like, no, you got to do skin deep. And I was like, all right, how about we do Leprechaun in Space, then we'll do skin deep. And he's like, all right, fine. But, uh, the funny thing is, Stone's not even here today. <laughs> he, uh, after bugging me, after picking this movie, he he didn't show up. I, I've been trying to get a hold of him all day, and I, uh, he's, I don't know. But we're just going to have to go on without him in the spirit of Sloan. But uh, Tony's here. What's up, Tony? I'm not Tony. Nice to see you guys, though. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, hold on. Tony's here. What's oh, up, Tony? <laughs> well, I was pulled out of the dimension I was in, and now I'm in this room with you guys. How's it going? What's up? It's- Sorry about that, Daniel. <laughs> no worries. Daniel's here. <laughs> I heard Wait, my- when I thought Tony and Tony were here. Just a couple Tonys. <laughs> Just Tony uh, it up. Yeah, this Man, is the wrong, I, we're in the wrong podcast. I am not I'm professional at all. I, I'm, I'm terrible <laughs> at this. Bear with me. Uh, but it's but, always fun, and it's always oh, a pleasure. Yeah. Glad to be here. Hell yeah, yeah! I'm glad you're here. I'm glad Tony's here. Uh, I wish Sloan was here, but um, yeah. So let let me ask you guys uh, one at a time. Uh, Daniel, since I brought you up first, Tony, I'll bring you right back. Daniel, um, how, what what are your thoughts on this movie? Is this the first time you've seen it? This is the first time that I've seen this movie, and honestly, I'm shocked that this is the first time that somebody's even brought it up to me. I'd never heard anything about it. I've never seen any trailers or cutscenes or anything from it, and it is beyond up my alley. It is like an instant classic for me. I will be watching this movie a lot. I will be showing it to friends. Um, I can't say enough good things about how bad this movie was. Oh yeah, yeah. Same here. Sa- same here. I also never heard of it before. Someone brought it to me. Um, uh, you can say it's like a poor man's house with a thousand corpses, or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
Uh, so the new segment we're doing is trash or pass. So I guess it passes in your book. Absolutely, yes. Okay, yeah, this cool, is, this, cool. It can it can't even hit the, the trash scene. There's too much fun to be had. Yeah. Um, I don't find it boring or loathsome or uh, really too upsetting at any scenes. I find it um, yeah. it, it's gross but not upsetting. So right. that's definitely yeah. a it's story. it's a lot of like over the top gore. Uh, just like it's just so like cheesy, which is my favorite kind of gore. Yes, it's a cheesy gore. Uh, cool, cool. And uh, well, Tony, uh, same question goes to you. Um, uh, is this your first time you've seen it? It is the first time I've seen it. Uh, I've seen like I mean, this just came out in 2004, so this was like video stores were still a thing, but I swear, but I wasn't a child, but I remember being younger and seeing mm-hmm. this cop, this like the surgeon general like the like with the chompers and everything i totally remember seeing yeah it. yeah it looked familiar to me too familiar yeah i definitely didn't know warwick davis was in it as a man who throws plates at people <laughs> uh, i didn't yeah. know anything other than i don't i don't even think i knew what the title was i just know i've seen that guy that image of the the surgeon general but uh yeah never never heard anything about it never seen it uh i remember thinking i don't know i don't even think i've seen a trailer for it or anything i never i knew i knew nothing about this movie going into yeah same here yeah yeah i i I, I wonder like where sloan found out about it yeah i would love to ask him it's a shame he's not here today but it's it is like for real like yeah up my like you said daniel very up my alley very in my wheelhouse very like surprised nobody's pointed this movie out to me before um i was kind of surprised i mean yeah it is exactly what you said it is like it's just it's yeah terrible in all the best ways like but in so enjoyably bad yeah but like in a way that's not you can't yeah one it's not offensive in like yeah the literal way like no not it's gory but not like street trash where there's just like rape oh. all <laughs> or like or like uh women being beaten or anything you know or like yeah. you know mm-hmm. weird stuff going on it's all a bunch of terrible things happening but it's all just fun it's just that's the it is one of the funnest like for bad sure, yeah. horror movies i can like i've seen a long time so yeah. it, it passes for you as well i would say it's a pass yeah for yeah. me it, I, I i i agree with you guys but not only to an extent i think because of texas chainsaw massacre and especially texas chainsaw massacre 2 and especially house of thousand corpses it's like it's that again so like if yeah. i would see a movie about a crazy family murdering people. I would want to go see those movies. However, what what saves it for me is the characters in this one that are like really fun. So yeah. it, it, I'm kind of middle of the road on it. I think um, it's honestly better than House of a Thousand Corpses, but that's yeah. just me. I'm not a big Rob Zombie. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's that's a big hit or miss. I like but Joel, anyway, but not yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we we do have uh, a new guest coming on. Oh, he, when good. he found out we were doing this, he. he demanded i'd be on or he actually threatened me so speaking of uh, house of a thousand corpses we actually have dr satan is here oh dr satan (laughs) oh do you want to get sued i am physician beelzebub but you can call me bubba for short you might recall me from such exploits as paradise lost the musical or even how i met your mother who sucks class in hell (laughs) 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 This reminds me of a little story about some folks that were traveling across the nation. 
they did a little joyride, and as they were traveling, they they went along as the title, the Diablos read. <laughs> so Diablos what was that? <laughs> and one day they were driving along, and one of them saw an ice cream truck, and they said, "You know what? I could really go for some goddamn rock and raspberry." And the driver turned, and he said explicitly, "There will be no goddamn rock and raspberry in your goddamn future." Well, you know what? The tides turned, the skies opened up, and on a sunny day, they all enjoyed that rockin' raspberry. God damn it. <laughs> Man, but I what digress. a story. We're here to talk- we should make what that a, a movie. We're here to talk about Skinned Deep, which, as you said, was a little closer along the lines of House of a Thousand Dead People and <laughs> the Massacre of, of Room Room. We're trying to get across <laughs> away from all of the copyright infringements here so yes right, position deals yeah. above and so this movie's so good it makes you want to howl out pups will prowl <laughs> <laughs> but i digress it's good to be here i just wanted to give a major double thumbs up and i'm just gonna say those souls won't reap themselves so i'm gonna say goodbye the mortals wow, wow. oh wait that's some strong words from oh he's a busy man he is Bubba. yeah well, yeah, th- thanks for uh, coming along and, I'm and huge, joining us. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Your soul is mine. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a uh, physician basil bubba for for everyone. Hey, um, Ian, can we uh can we replace Sloan in future episodes for that? I actually yes. had a really good. Uh, I feel like we had a good vibe going there. Because yeah, right. I I like he, he should have his own podcast. Really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, he's he's a doc. He's you know, what's cool about Doctor Well, Physician Beelzeb, Physician Beelzebub is that his official title? We yeah. can't call him Doctor Satan, right? Right. I'm not uh, sure. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, ph- Physician Beelzebub. But Bubba, our friend Bubba that just showed up. Uh, you know, he's uh, you know, what's cool about him is that he's a doctor who really cares. You know, he, he yeah, he wants, it seems like it. Yeah, you can just tell. You know. It's you know he's he's red with with joy to to you know <laughs> help you and fix you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that that was interesting. I guess we should get into the episode. Uh, all right. Well. <laughs> all right. Well, it's hard to follow that. It's hard. To... It is. I'm I'm just going to uh, put put on the trailer now. Perfect. And uh, just a second. From the special effects creator, Leprechaun, Gabe Bartolos, comes a new icon of terror. They came to the country. Ballsack the Jaws of Death, in Guar's newest film. <laughs> For real. The Sound of Music, apparently. Looks like that country. This town. You remember that commercial with the zombie that pops out and scares the shit out of you? You're looking at like a car, I was like, I have no idea what's going on until that. Look into the face of evil. Oh, there's a lot to really not understand about this trailer. <laughs> Turn it down a little bit. It this does show a lot of good madness. scenes. But yeah, they, yeah, it's just madness. They don't <laughs> give you a clue about what this movie's about, other than that yeah. you should definitely watch I it. Mean, yeah, it's showing spoilers, <laughs> like, non-stop spoilers, but it's like, no, 
reference. No context. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm sure, this is spoiling a lot if you watched the movie already, but. I mean, I did watch the movie, and I still have no idea what's going on. True. Yeah. It's a lot. They're throwing a lot of action at you. I really like that um, Skin Deep guy is also Batman. It's cool. <laughs> and I know he has a name. I just refuse to acknowledge it. He's Skin Deep guy. Yeah, I said it earlier, and I already forgot. Surgeon General. Surgeon General, that's it. Yeah. The brain. This is just. This looks like a music video. The whole thing feels like a music video. It, it really doesn't explain a damn thing. It has so many spoilers <laughs> in it, and nothing happens. No. How do you do that? That's impressive. Right. They should be proud of that trailer alone. Yeah, I bet they are. Well, hey, actually, um, Sloan actually just showed up. Finally, oh, awesome. Sloan, where you been? Okay. Howdy, guys. Man, it's strangest dream. I felt like I was in a den of snakes, and oh, man, oh really? Swelteringly hot. Oh. But hey, it's good. Good to see that I didn't miss much. Well, you, you guys do doing good. Practice. Well, you you did you did miss uh, somebody showed up. Uh, physician Bezel Bubba. Oh what? Uh, yeah, truly charming man. Uh, I wish yeah. I wish he stayed. I wish I wish you could have seen him. Well, damn, it's yep. just my luck. And anytime something cool happens, I'm always fashionably late to a party. Yep, yeah. yep. that's what you get for being late. You miss the doc with the cock, Doctor <laughs> Bubba himself. <laughs> the like, do doctors not have cocks? Well, not one like Bill's bubs, like. Big, I, big, big I missed that part of the cock. podcast. Apparently, I wasn't paying enough attention to the screen. So. <laughs> you had to, you had to look down. You had to look over yeah. your. Bubba sounds like a winner. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, try that. Anyway, anyway, we, we all agreed he should be on it again. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Sloan. So you recommended this movie. Yes, definitely. This was your pick. Uh, what, what, why, why did you want to do this one? And when was your, like your introduction to it? So, I saw this probably about two years after it was released. Uh, ended up renting it from, I believe it was Vulcan Video when uh, it was still oh, really yeah. big. Yeah, here uh, in movie Austin, movie chain here in Austin, Texas. And so, um, my brother and I we watched it together. My brother's the one who got me into a lot of really rambunctious movies over the years. And, uh, yeah, I've always been a huge fan of, like, the horror genre. And the fact that this one is meant to be just completely outrageously satirical, like, from the get-go. Like, it was directed by, and the story written by Gabriel Bartalos, uh, who is originally an effects designer and in art preparation for a bunch of big movies. Uh, he also did work for uh, Leprechaun 4, which was our previous episode. Right, uh, okay. He yeah. was also uh, an effects designer for big money rustlers. So if you're oh, dealing wow. with that, oh, really? he was. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> so for any, okay, so we all seem to know what that is. But for those who are not, a, those listening, what is Big Money Rustlers? Why are we laughing at that? Uh, well, I can tell you, Big Money Rustlers. Well, yeah, Big Money Rustlers is the is the sequel to the seminal classic, uh, Big Money Hustlers, which is an, a right. film. Uh, I don't know if they're directed. Uh, maybe no, probably they all 
All created by, but the creative geniuses behind it are are the one and only Insane Clown Posse. (laughs) Um, And despite that, uh, it's actually a really entertaining movie. It it actually is. (laughs) You mean despite that? (laughs) They go, fuck Mountain Dew. So, as of course you would expect. Excuse me. Yeah, I I, I like Big Money Hustlers more than Rustlers. I don't like Rustlers very much, but but Hustlers is actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Rustlers is. It's yeah, Rustlers is a uh, uh, a western, yeah. but with insane clown posse, which sounds like it would be even better. But <laughs> the cameos aren't as good, and it's just yeah, it's just not as funny. I just yeah. gotta say that a um a, a rap clown western does not it doesn't really come up on my radar normally. But um, <laughs> if you haven't watched one before, you should try it with this. I guess it's the best. Of the best. It, it probably is the best r- rapper clown western. Western, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. Gonna gonna go a shot in the dark here, probably. <laughs> Strong, probably. It's uh, not necessarily horror, but horrifying. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's horror core. <laughs> Right? Oh man, that that okay. Uh, <laughs> may, maybe we can do this on, on the show. Maybe we can. Just <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Sloan, skin deep. I want you to for anybody who hasn't seen this. First of all, they should see it. But for those who have it, I want you to sell this movie, which is a new segment we're doing. So there is a lot about this movie. Everybody who's out there in this realm, whatever we call this, is this TV land, dreamland. It could be the nightmare realm for all I know, damn it. But uh, so let's just say if you're a fan of. Mm, so I'm going to introduce it as a psycho killer romantic comedy. Although the romance comedy is technically a little one-sided. Intergalactic entities that are uh, creating these other abominations out of humanoid uh, people. And they run a a little R&R diner with a lovely little old lady, little granny. And the primary amount of folks that are in this movie. So whether you root for the geriatric bikers... Or if you're against them, there's a big war that goes between. And I don't want to ruin too much on that, but there, there's some definite feel-good and feel-bad moments in this movie <laughs> about some of the gore aspects. You know, war and peace. But, you know, if you like that sci-fi aspect of uh, an old man ripping off a of, uh, little person's head, then I guess this movie's for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That I'm sold. <laughs> All right, um, so let's, uh, I guess, all right, so I, I mentioned earlier, uh, so this is pretty much like the poor man's house, a thousand corpses, or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I guess we could all agree on that. So I guess, so, since you know more about this than we all do, we just mm-hmm. now, we've never heard of it before now. Um, do you know anything about that? Like, is this, is it like... Is that just a coincidence that it came out just a little after House of a Thousand Corpses? So it came out the year after House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, When I was investigating, it didn't necessarily how long the movie took, but uh, it was a $600,000 production to get it going. I 
could never find out how much they actually made back on it, which it just seemed like one of those pet projects that, you know, they just did it for the shits and giggles. And so, uh, and I, I give them full kudos on it. Like it's got great body horror. Uh, Everything is done, all physical effects and done by wonderful uh, folks uh, who, so Bill Corso, who does the voice of uh, the headless, uh, phenomenal body builder uh the creator uh so bill corso is a special effects designer who worked with like suburban commando the blob remake garbage pale kids return of the living dead part three bunch of really fun you know body horror movies and uh yeah i i digressed from the original concept um <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, on Re- reiterate where I was supposed to be going with that because I will totally do a d- direct tangent beyond and like go down the oh, side street. Well, the question was, is it, was it like related anyway to House Deadly oh, right. or Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre? So, from what I could find, it didn't really have a direct uh correlation, but it definitely had a lot of you know the, the family building of the slashers uh doing team building exercises and once they finally got rid of the initial family they wanted to bring the new brood into their stock into their flock and so uh yeah there's that one segment where uh when they tie tina to the car and the wedding dress and granny's just like it's the greatest day of one woman's life and they start playing chicken with the guys who have been like yeah. drive, driving on the highway and they're, they've been watching like porn on a projector on the street the whole time. And they, <laughs> they're timing it. And it's just like 24 hours and they pop some more beers. And uh, so the guy uh, you'll, you might've recognized, he was one of the victims in the back. Uh, uh, Peter Iaceo Jr. Uh, he's from a lot of different things. I believe he was in, in an episode of X-Files. Uh, Street Trash, Day of the Dead, Spookies. Uh, he's the dude with the longer hair. He, he, it's one of those iconic faces you see him. It's just like, you know, oh, man. the, the I meme with DiCaprio. Show. I'm so and bad. So. At, I barely recognize Tony. So but I, I actually <laughs> didn't recognize Sloan at all. So <laughs> I just was so enamored with that um, physician Beelzebub that I just lost Tony's face. Or I'm sorry, Sloan's face. I lost everybody's face to, <laughs> right? to that gorgeous mug. <laughs> Man, he sounds yeah. like a charmer. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that that scene you, you mentioned with, with them chasing down the the other car, playing chicken and whatnot, that definitely seemed like a reference to Texas Chainsaw Massacre two uh, at the very beginning, where uh, yeah. that they like attack another car. Um, I liked how it also started out like this movie started out just like that, where they like throw a hook inside of a truck and it like catches on the guy's leg. And like that was pretty brutal. Yeah. So um yeah, I guess we'll we'll uh, get into the scenes, uh our favorite scenes or at least favorite scenes. So would y'all I mean you you all really enjoyed it, but you, you would you all agree that this is still like a bad movie, like so bad it's good kind of thing? Oh definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got to say that the first maybe 15 minutes or so, you don't get the inclination that it's going to be specifically bad. Um, it might just look like a ripoff or 
a spoof of something that um, that's still trying to be very serious. But um, they really introduced uh, the Surgeon General like he is going to be a serious evil villain. And he stays that way during the whole film. But yeah. I would say that in the first 15 minutes, like I was genuinely worried that I was going to see some gross shit happening. Um, mm. I thought it might be, you know, getting into the torture porn sort of genre uh, yeah. or <laughs> like just, just being unsettling and upsetting, like lots of screaming and crying and all that. And I wasn't prepared for it to take a total 180 in uh, 20 minutes in and be goofy and silly and fun. And it just, yeah, uh, I, I just had some bad vibes off of that first like 15 minutes that like maybe it was going to be a yeah, little too serious and not fun at all. Once right. the first once the first scene starts and uh, uh, Phil, the father, is just like, pass me the video camera, and she pulls it up and it's just like videotaping her eyeball. <laughs> it's just like, that's when you know that it's really just going in a quirky direction. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and so about that character, yeah, I guess we'll go into the characters, Surgeon General. That, that's... Uh, Definitely a, a knockoff, a straight up knockoff of uh, Leatherface. It, like, oh, yeah. Big, like, dumb, silent, muscle brute. Yeah. <laughs> the silence specifically is striking of him because uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's huge, hulking, big mask sort of thing. Mm. I mean, even his, he has a mask and then he throws on a fake human mask later on top of that in the dinner scene like 25 minutes in or so and um is wearing an old man's face on top of his uh stupid clampy jaw thing uh i swear i don't actually have a, a tattoo of him on here that's a that's a different guy but it still has the same bear trap face <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah um, it's a definite ripoff yeah for sure which is fun definitely it is um yeah, and, th and then we have another character, Plates, Warwick Davis's character, which... Uh, so w when you uh, told me about this movie, before I saw it, you told me that he played a character named Plates who throws plates at people. The way I pictured that is that maybe they were, like, metal, like, razor blade plates. But no, after I saw the movie, he's literally throwing, like, dinner plates at people. <laughs> He sharpens them at least, though. After a little soliloquy, just like in Leprechaun. Oh, yeah, it's true. Each individual uh, grain of sand, just like me, but you get them all together and they create perfection. <laughs> it's just like, wow. That's, yeah, that whole soliloquy is just beautiful. Warwick Davis is just so good. Every scene with him is like my favorite, honestly, in here. Is, I love Warwick Davis in anything. Because yeah. Chewing. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I loved how crazy he looked. At this. Oh, he looked oh. super crazy. <laughs> he looked torn, like he was torn between this universe and Clockwork Orange. Uh, I just—that's that. all I got with him in the white suit and all the makeup and the eyebrows and all of this. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, and he's kind of like the chop top of the family. <laughs> just the the lunatic who's just like he kind of stands out. He's different from the rest, but he's just like. Is still just a crazy killer, even still, and he might be the best one. Yeah. No, he definitely wasn't because sometimes he threw plates and they they were plates. Yeah, they weren't yeah, murder which plates. Is they just were just hilarious plates. because I was expecting so much more. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so then we have the character Brain. And, um, yeah, so I guess, Daniel, why, why don't you, uh, you tell us about Brain, who he is, and what he represents. I, so one of my biggest problems is that I haven't watched recently any of the movies that this is ripping off of, but um, I'll do my best with it. Um, Brain would like to pretend to be a normal human redneck like the rest of us. And so he wears, does he wear a giant bonnet or a helmet or something over his head just to sort of cover it up? But his brain oh, yeah. is literally <laughs> like this large on top <laughs> yeah. of him. And he yeah, tries we to saw like... saw him in the trailer. Here, we can... We can we can we can cover this up. It's fine. No one's gonna know. I'm not an alien. Um, and so, he basically wants to kidnap. Uh, well, I believe that it's his idea that he should be wedding somebody and starting a new generation of this family. And right. um, but he has to pass by all of his family's rules, and his family doesn't allow him to keep his true love. So he wants to keep it like a pet, basically. So our uh, our lead character in this would like um would like not to be part of this film <laughs> and she uh she instead gets trapped by him and the whole time he treats her like a puppy dog like don't worry they're gonna let me keep you we just we get to do it this way and he even goes so far as to line her cage with paper and i thought that was pretty funny as far as trapping someone goes because all i could think of was uh like a dog cage that you put newspaper down so they can go um to the bathroom without causing a mess and proceeds to bribe her with all of her favorite things, including soup and money. Mm. And <laughs> it just it's just got this <laughs> terrible vibe that he doesn't understand how to even keep like a basic pet with like little shreds of paper in the bottom of it, let alone um understand a human woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that was like uh did he uh, he uh like was begging the mother to keep her wasn't he yeah as opposed yeah. to kill her or whatever um it, it it wasn't incredibly specific on what happened with the other ones except for that they were probably killed um but his wooing was uh was particularly fun because he kept taking her on human style dates but didn't know how to act like a human so he thought it was definitely a great idea yeah. to dress up in like native american garb to take her out of the house because it would definitely cover up his head <laughs> and make him look normal. And that uh, that aged... I don't know if it started poorly or if it just <laughs> aged poorly, but it was poor all around in general from his part. Yeah, it that, I mean... Lines, it was very much along the lines of uh, Star Wars Episode Two. I don't like sand. <laughs> like, directly to the point, but like there, there is no point to the conversation, except for when he says he's just like you know, I just wish I could be more like this motorcycle that he's showing her uh, how to yeah. how, how to create. And he's just like just to be a statistic lost in the crowd, and then like fades <laughs> into like this little uh, segment where he's running through New York, still with the brain on, but he's butt naked and running through the city streets. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That, yeah, that really stood out. <laughs> they, they, they got arrested for that. They didn't have permits to record that. People are freaking out. That's awesome. Like, di diving out of the way during the uh, speaking scene. I'm so happy about That's that. That's insane. Right. Uh, I mean, like, running naked through Times Square is a pretty uh, ballsy. Normal. 
pun intended. Normal. I live there. It's normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then, yeah. So, those are the, like the three main characters. And then there's the, the mother of them all, who, of course, is like the father and takes a chainsaw massacre. So, she was definitely the worst actress of them all. Like, I could not stand her. <laughs> she was just talking yeah. the whole, like, it was just so bad. She had to do it through yeah. her teeth, but it, it makes sense later once you find out like she's got the apparatus on the back of her neck, uh, which is like constructed out of like half of a human torso. So she's like stealing this like genetic goo from these corpses uh, to power herself. I really appreciate that you started that sentence with "it makes sense later when," and then <laughs> spewed garbage that had no context whatsoever. I had to watch this four times in a row to really like get my notes down. There's so much that nobody told you to movie. watch it four times in a row. No, you I wanted didn't to. Have to. That's why I bought well, that, this yeah, movie. That's different. That's not what you just said. You said yeah. that you had to. <laughs> nobody agrees with that statement. They're not part of the assignment. But no. uh, imagine, imagine if like. You know, like you kidnap somebody and like you hate them, and you're like, I'm going to torture this person. I'm just make them watch four times. <laughs> right, an expository essay, no less than 100,000 words about all of the thematic uh, relevance that you see in this and all the artistic notes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. That would be a lot of the and therefores. <laughs> Yeah, just make up like just uh, for space. Um, yeah. You can see what font sizes this can be. And then there was one more hidden plate, and there was another hidden plate, and down oh, yeah. here he had so was many plates. I, plate. I wonder, I wonder where he gets all those plates from. There like, are I assume he washes them. Well, there's, <laughs> well, they work in the diner. Isn't there like a million plates He's in the diner? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, also, so. like, there are parts where he's throwing plates where literally a plate will just go, whoop, and, you know, and like pop out of his. And yeah. he's just literally. Yeah, he had, just, he he had should... a he had a whole bunch in behind. Yeah, he had like, a backpack. He built thing. a special plate harness throwing <laughs> mechanism that I haven't seen since Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys from the nineties. So random. Where he just yeah. like he shouldn't have that, but it exists. <laughs> he built it. Reminded it. Me of, I'm sure they kind of going for this, but it reminded me a little bit of Odd Job. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I was going to say, um, what's his name? The the Raj is that it from from um, Mister Blue Raja? Blue Raja. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Those fucking forks, people. Yeah, forks. That's right. Yeah. Should, yeah. yeah, they should. Yeah, they should team up with Odd Job and Random Task. Oh man! Well, random <laughs> task in real life, uh, like murdered somebody in real Is life. Is that true? Whoa. Yeah. He's what did he murder them with, though? Who <laughs> <laughs> throws a I shoe? I think it was with his hands. He like strangled somebody oh. or something like that. Yeah, That's so boring. I want that yeah. to be like a striking headline, like a door handle or it's something like. like yeah, I don't like care. Toilet seat. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, or like uh, the lid of the toilet. Yeah, sure. That the 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 big thick fucking lid on the back of the water. Well, the, the the toilet. I mean, anything tank interesting? Top. More interesting than his hands. Boring. Yes, his mitts. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. He, but um, a shoe. 
Hopefully. I mean, that's what you want. (laughs) But back to uh, plates. It's so (laughs) random that he throws, like, dinner plates at people. And, uh, like, you'd think it wouldn't really do any damage. Because you see, like, there's when they're on the road, he throws a plate at a truck and just hits the side of the truck and just, like, shatters and nothing happens. <laughs> and just, I like, a, what the... I'm yes. Like, what the fuck is that? It's not a superpower. This. He's just throwing plates. Yeah. I'll get to you in a second. But uh, imagine... Oh, yeah. But if you got hit in the face with a plate, like, oh, that would... That <laughs> that would do some damage. That would really hurt. Like, yeah. <laughs> that would ruin your day for sure. It would. Yeah, for sure. It happened with the geriatric geriatric gangbangers uh, when they did the big <laughs> war. Yeah. They showed that in the, yeah, um, the, the, in the trailer. Yeah, they had him throw and a guy got hit in the face with the plate and it just ripped it the whole side open. Is that what happens? I can. I, I, I know. It depends that on where I, it cuts. Or yeah, where I, I got. When I was a kid, I I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and I was and his dad's like drunk ass friends were doing dumb shit, and they took a plate, and they just like well I like, think fast, and they threw it at me. It was this big, just like those plates, bigger <clears throat> honestly than the plates he has in the movie, and it like just smashed my head, and uh, didn't break or nothing, and it and uh. it totally broke my head open. I was bleeding, so it'll oh, fuck you up. That's yeah. a great story. You know, that was a grown-ass man, but, you know, <laughs> not a little guy. Story. But <clears throat> Tell you what, plates will fuck you up. Like, you know. I so pro- the movie magic part of it was that the plates explode. They don't actually explode, but they will fuck you up. Okay, cool. Yeah. I thought yeah. the movie magic I mean, part was I'm, sure, I'm sure it would explode against a truck, though. Like, if you yeah, threw that truck, it, truck, it would yeah. shatter. Well, Tony's uh, face isn't like a truck. <laughs> Depends on the velocity. Yeah, it was in, it was right here, like in the back of my head. It explains a lot, honestly. It was very. It was, I was like ten. Not judging or anything, but sure, sure. I think I think it's so <laughs> fucked up. We're laughing about that. I'm alive. He's alive. He's doing. He's, I'm yeah. more or I'm less okay. okay. I'm like the guy that random task killed. What? <laughs> that we were also laughing about. <laughs> oh right, yeah, we're slapping along about. Oh, long yeah, he did murder a man. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so Tony, what what were you gonna say about the the plate uh, shattering against the truck, doing no damage? Uh, I was gonna say that it it would. It, I mean, I'm sure that I, I also think his plates were little. He had little guy plates that he could hold in like one hand, and he's a little guy, so like those are little plates. You gotta think about yeah, how big I, those I, plates are. So yeah. like you know, those are probably shatter real easy. You know, oh, yeah. but that that cuts you more when it shatters, though. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm sure it would like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm scared of him more than I am of anybody else in this movie. I wouldn't want to be here with the player. Really, more, more than the Surgeon General? Well, Surgeon General is okay, just gonna not. kill you. You can cut motherfuckers in half. That's like, fine. So fast yeah. that you don't even know he did it. Oh yeah. yeah, because that that actually happens in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so fast that you have time to stop and think about what's going on, even though your brain is cut. Oh, out. you missed me, and it's like, oh, nope. You missed wait me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> was yeah, it's like a moment of like, wait. I feel like I'm cut in half right now. <laughs> that was definitely a, a bad part. And good, so bad as good. It's part. bad. Probably yeah. so bad as good. Yeah, part. I love a good what do you call it, like a vivisection. 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you know, when uh, Wiley Coyote chases the Roadrunner off the cliff and then he's running <laughs> on air for a while before he realizes he's no longer on the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then gravity exactly. sets in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah. And then there's one more character. There's the uh, the boss out there. What, what's his name? I forgot. The creator. Uh, the, creator the creator, right. Oh, yeah. So, so why, why don't you tell us about the creator? So the creator is inferred to be a uh, galactic entity. Uh, so the creator is a buff bodybuilder without a head with a metal slat right on top and uh, some... Uh, very, very defining uh, shorts that say dynamite with an exclamation mark on the front of the groin. And so, yeah, j- just to throw that out there. Uh, the movie actually starts with uh, the first guy who's getting chased down uh, as he's uh, getting chased by plates and brain and uh, the Surgeon General on the road in the rain. Uh, it suddenly, like, breaks away uh, to, like him doing like the muscles like all right. over the place uh but it only shows the arms and the biceps working out it's just like what the hell is going on here because it doesn't show you for an hour and a half what that even leads to and uh so once uh the main character tina ends up getting to the final moment uh there's a good quote from him actually where are we here we go. Oh, so, but before before he uh, ends up uh, separating uh, from himself, uh, he ends up telling Tina, "You are a pathetic manifestation of everything desperate, using violence as a ridiculous speed bump in the courtesies of daily social graces. I am attraction, lust, courtship, conquest, flirtation, penetration, conception, progress. <laughs> I am inertia. I am strength." Behold creation. And then I wrote Squid Billies because his chest opens up and a little face with tentacles comes flying out and goes, <laughs> and then like flashes to her face. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that was wild. Bonkers. So that, that also like House of Wells and Corpses. Also like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Also like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1. Is where it's, it's just a bonkers ass movie, and you're like, I don't think this could get any weirder or crazier, and then it does. Wrong, wrong, <laughs> so much in that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, I, I would throw a Frankenhooker in with those as well, mm-hmm. but that's a completely different movie. Um, yeah. So yeah. So those are the main characters. Before we go on to the next thing, I, I do want to say I, I just uh, remembered how Plates dies, which is a uh, total spoiler here. Which I also I was thinking this is the first movie we've done so far on the show where you don't really have to watch the movie to understand what we're talking about because we watch the movie and we don't understand what we're talking about. Really. Slow watched it four times in a row. Times and yeah, and I'm, I'm... he might he's definitely making shit up now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, like, I was just thinking, like, I, I wonder if people, like, not watch, who haven't watched this, if they're watching this, like, that they're probably just like, holy shit, I 
you know, this sounds crazy, and it is crazy. But anyway, uh, let's go to part where place dies. Where I guess Tony, I'll, I'll let you talk about that one. Oh no! Uh, I no. mean, uh, you can pass it on. I if mean, you, want. you you should pass it on. <laughs> All right, anybody, anybody want to take over? Sloan should go for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sloan, yeah, Sloan <laughs> has watched him die four times now, which is more than I've watched him die four times. There are a lot of things that are missable uh, on the first viewing of this movie. And Boy, so, fourth um, you, you have to focus on, uh, so you have to focus on Tina the first time around. Then you have to focus on the household where Tina is captive. And then mm. you focus a little more on, uh, so as I said in the beginning, uh, you can either root for or against uh, the geriatrics in this because uh, old folks seem to be the primary victims of this movie, and and I guess they're the main people who live in the town nearby. I don't know if it's like a retirement hometown or something like that, but uh, there's biker gang. Uh, darn, I can't remember uh, what their biker name is called, but uh, they end up riding in, and uh, you know they end up uh, getting coffee from the uh, from Granny. And one of the guys, the leader, ends up staying behind, and uh, you know he ends up getting killed because Tina comes out, and you know they can't afford to have any loose ends, and so it's just like Brain asks, he's just like, "Why? Uh, we didn't even set any traps. Why? Why? Why did we have to kill them?" And they're just like, "We need to have paying customers every now and then." So, uh, but so the bikers end up coming back, find a bloody jacket, and they come back to retaliate. And uh, there's a big battle scene later on when they all come through. And uh, so you've got one younger dude who's uh, war-torn and then everybody else who's all about peace. So Granny comes out and she starts putting these little peace markers on uh, all of the big guys' heads. And <laughs> dude who is more like a warmonger, uh, he's freaking out. He's just like, you know what? Fuck peace war all the way and uh, they turn out to be like explosive devices and so he loses right. an arm the other guys each all lose their heads that have the peace markers on them but the fact that it's done like uh as you said like kind of like a uh, bugs bunny cartoon uh you see the hand going towards the button <laughs> and everybody's just like <laughs> no get it off no <laughs> and so it's done in a major comedic form but when they first arrive at the coffee shop uh the old man uh shakes he's super scrawny dude uh he's got shakes of course and he's trying to drink the coffee and he's just like if you can't uh, drink it don't order it shakes fuck you and just the way that he he iterates that is so so wonderful but uh in the end uh, Shakes, the scrawny dude, uh, is in a one-on-one -on -one battle with Plates. And Plates keeps finding, after he runs out of his backpack plates, uh, uh, he gets cornered and digs down in the sand and finds a couple plates down there and ends up chunking one into the air uh, to distract uh, Shakes, ends up uh, getting hit with the second one. And while... Uh, Warwick Davis's character plates is partying too hard uh, in celebration. Uh, Shakes ends up walking up to him, slams, backhands him with uh, the plate in the face, and while he's on the ground, just takes two of his hands and rips his head right off. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, that, so that the the last five seconds of that is really what I was looking for. But <laughs> hey, you have to know that the, the old folks are the main characters of this movie. Shakes was the winner. Yeah, I see. Uh, he drank but, the yeah, blood. That, that was brutal. Which we see in the trailer hilariously. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. I watched this movie like last week, and it's already like. <laughs> It's a it's fever not, dream. This whole movie there's is There's so much that happens in it that it's like I'm like, yeah, oh right, it's just, yeah. It's such a fever dream. In fact, um before we even started recording this, Daniel was telling me about his notes that he wrote that make no sense that he himself doesn't understand them. So Daniel, I would love for you to tell us a, about your notes. So I'd like to do this kind of in quiz form. Um, I'm going to have a couple notes, and I'm going to keep track of who can actually accurately figure out what scene uh, it is. If nobody can, we'll just take a pass. <laughs> um, but I've got going a past really good ones here. Um, there's, uh, I, I may leave out a word or two just because I think it gives a little much away, but my notes are just... I mean, there's something else. Uh, I write them in the dark, so uh, we watch this with a projector screen, uh, much like... Rednecks watching porn and during a drive, which I'm going to have to try since I have a projector. Um, but I'll leave, a, I'll leave a word or two out and let's see if you guys can guess the scene from my terrible notes. So you guys, uh, free for all, chime in as soon as I'm done with it. Uh, let's start with uh, Gresham Chorus, calling it like it is. Nope. Okay, no. what if I, I, I omitted a word here. Let me go with Officer Gresham Chorus calling it like it is. Yep. Oh, it must have been coyotes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Sloan gets the first point for this. So Sloan, oh, okay, I see. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> yeah, um, Officer Gresham Chorus was one of my more favorite characters. Um, he just repeated cliched phrases uh, that only an officer in a small town sort of deputy like that could possibly do. And was absolutely zero help to anyone. Uh, let's see what we've got here. Um, that is totally a dead guy puppet. I haven't a few times. Uh, probably, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's probably just At this point in the movie. <laughs> uh, Come the on, Ian, old... you should have this one. What? Why me? Did I mention it earlier? You did. <laughs> Ah. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Is it is it Warwick Davis's decapitated? No, no, no. It's the reveal of um. It's the reveal of Surgeon General. Um, he's showing up at the family meal right in the beginning of it, and he's got uh the face of some old dude with the beard on. Oh, right. It's literally just like tied poorly to his face. The worst thing is, <laughs> okay, I don't, yeah. I don't think I brought that up earlier. Oh yeah, sure you did. You did. We were talking about the um, family <laughs> in um, House of a Thousand Corpses and the similarities. Uh, yeah, you did. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh -huh. Okay, I actually, I, I did it, but okay. I mean, I said I, I talked about that, but I don't think I said that specifically. I should have, but all right, let's let's just let's say I did. All right, I got three more questions for you. The dangers of wrapping a cell in paper is exposition. Is it? Okay. I mean, I know what scene you're talking about. 
that's where they they put the girl in the room and there's this newspaper like i was going to say that earlier it's hilarious about they just have a room just lined with newspapers but exposition yeah interesting anyone <laughs> anyone okay yeah my notes are pretty incomprehensible i guess uh, no i don't <laughs> this is the fun of it um when they um after she had uh went ahead and started opening the windows instead of just seeing outside she started to see memories of slaughters that happened previous to her the dangers of wrapping your whole place in newspapers Uh... exposition she started tearing open and finding exposition instead of just exits (laughs) and windows and all of that that's right okay so you're saying that that's okay all right yeah because you have exposition lining your walls Uh... Mm Oh, well, that one doesn't make sense. I can't actually tell you what that one means. So let me go to the next page. (laughs) No, no, no. Tell us. Tell us. Um, It just says, um, DEM, the creator, I am clearly on acid dream sequence. That's this entire movie. I know. That's why I'm just like, it's not very specific. Uh, Let's see. I watched this movie, like the fat guy chicken race. That one I have to share with you regardless, because I literally watched the movie just going like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Let's get part of this. All right, this thing's happening over here. Yeah. All right. Cool. Porn on the road. Yeah. (laughs) The whole movie played out like that entire scene did. Um, Yeah. Let's see what I've got. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, I am watching one art. One, one art, exactly. One art. <laughs> Again, I'm going to go with this entire movie. Well, <laughs> it was mentioned previously already. The scene was brought up very directly. I don't know. Your notes Sloan is, are Sloan is leading one to zero, and I'm on my my second to last <laughs> question. This one. is going really bad. No, he didn't. <laughs> I, I should have gotten one, but I, no. you should have, but you didn't have it. Um, okay, it was definitely the scene where he, uh, where um, Brian uh, imagined himself running through New York City oh, yeah. when he suddenly goes off into the distance, and he starts watching this scene of himself being free and running naked through New York City. Lost a statistic in the crowd. Yep. That was one art. Oh, I see. Okay. Interesting. I would not remember that. I remember that scene, but I don't remember like, any of the dialogue in this movie because it was all just like yeah. wacky as fuck. <laughs> it's worth it. I might get I some tattooed across my body. honestly yeah that last just get that last monologue that last you know bit by uh the doc you know just like on your back just your whole back right just that some chicks like i am the penetrator what i am penetration (laughs) well actually uh so here we go here's my last question is he blaming her for the sins of man oh that's got to be the scene we're talking about that's yeah yeah, when when he's giving that whole spiel yeah, uh, and she she responds with, "I will destroy this nasty old pet shop in the name of the Lord." <laughs> uh, and I do want to actually just point out, uh, I I have no idea why killing all of those weird, empty, gross, unclean frog bins was the key to defeating the creator, but he didn't like it. Yeah, it's like it, it unlocked him to come out, but uh, yeah, it was it was weird. 
There's uh, a few deaths in this movie. Defeating that the creator ended up coming down to uh, Surgeon General ended up uh, coming down to fight her, and she just like tossed the squid billy into his mouth. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. I'm gonna have to go ahead and uh, say that uh, Sloan Tony, you guys uh, have to do a sudden death on this. So um, oh, why did he have dynamite for a dick? Oh, I watched this four times and I still don't know. All I know is that on his groin was written dynamite. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember why. Does he even give a reason? Oh my gosh. Uh, oh it's, my god. Is it's it... just. It's just a timer. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't okay. remember. Sloan, I'm going to have to give this to you. Um, two different ones with two different uh, timed sticks of dynamite that were attached down there. Yes, but, but there was actual dynamite that. inside of his crotch. Uh, mm -hmm. So, Sloan, I got to give it to you for actually mentioning that there was dynamite under the the weird dynamite uh, boxers. I thought was I, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed my incomprehensible notes because uh, there's a lot more coming in future episodes. Of <laughs> notes that I can yeah. barely read myself. A lot more I'm not the only not winner. It's going to be like I an should. Oprah winning. Everybody, reach under your chairs. <laughs> no, the, the real winner is the audience. Uh, so just for just for bonus question, because I don't know what scene this is. Um, I, I know exactly right. when it happens, but I still can't quite do it. Um, evil Stanley and Santa versus Grandma. Uh, and I know it's the bikers facing facing off against Grandma when she's first doing yeah. the little peace things on the forehead, um, but I I don't remember who Stanley is whatsoever. I don't remember what I'm looking like Stanley. I do remember, I remember Santa looking. I do remember evil, uh, or I remember Santa, just not evil Stanley. It, uh, yeah, exactly. big jo big Joe is the one who you're commenting. Yeah, Santa. No, Stan Lee. <laughs> yeah, because of, of, of the three that exploded, then there was the younger guy who had like the do rag, and then you mm -hmm. had the the bigger Big Joe, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember that that the must have been must, Stan Lee, been him, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, like yeah, the probably. the notable ones were, of course, Shakes and um, Big Joe, mm -hmm. and the the guy who was their original ringleader, and who they were trying to. Uh, mm -hmm. They were trying to avenge. Uh, he ended up leaving. Like he stayed behind while the others went to go get chili back in town. And uh, yeah, that's because he, he went some he nasty sex lady, from grandma. He, he let his lady friend uh, go on. She's just like, "Well, suit yourself, punk." And then uh, so his his number one uh, gal ended up. Uh, uh, her and Shakes were the only ones to walk off happy ever after into the distance of the sunset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. Well, okay. congratulations, Stone. You uh, you understood my notes better than I did. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, cool. All right. Well, um, I guess now, now that we're an hour in, uh, so I'll give you all the prompt, just like we do every episode, where we talk about should this be a sequel or a prequel or remake it or anything. Uh, does anybody have anything? Me personally, I just I just want to see plates and uh, surgeon general team up with like chop top and and otis and all those guys and like in one just like merge all those movies together that's all i got but anybody else have anything that's that's pretty apt though that would work yeah uh i don't know why maybe it was like the vibe of them not the vibe maybe it's just because it was like you know like in the desert and shit and the 
ch- and his face, the, the Surgeon General, and everything. But there's this one movie. It's it's made by uh, Richard Stanley, I think, made it. The guy who made the Killer Ass Face. Uh, it's called. Um, oh my God, what the fuck is it called? Uh, it, Lemmy's in it. Lemmy shows up randomly from Motorhead. For, really? Yeah, I've, I've uh, seen oh, it, but I can't tell you the name. I'm sorry. Oh my God, it's kill. It was. Re- it's an O. It's O. Oh my God. Uh, oh, it's killing me. Anyway, uh, it, it's the movie he made before not making movies for like a, a million years. Richard Stanley, and uh, and there's it's about this one part is this robot and it looks just this. I remember his face looking a lot like the the, the Surgeon General's face. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I can't remember it. I, I really liked that movie too. The last time I saw it, it was like Overdrive or something like that, or like it's like a computer term. Can't remember what it was. It's killing me. Anyway, I forget why I bring this up. Why am I bringing this up? <laughs> oh, because uh, because I I would love to see. Uh, yeah, I, for some reason I'd love to see them and like I just want to see the continuing adventures of them. Honestly, yeah, give me like a Devil's Rejects X sequel where I know we did oh, yeah. the last one, but let's just kind of ignore that and like <laughs> three, three from <laughs> hell kind of sort of. Thing. Yeah, I guess that's three from hell. Honestly, I never saw three from hell because I didn't. I'm dead, I tried but... to watch it the other night and I couldn't get ten minutes into it. It is yeah. really terrible. I yeah. Ass, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I like House of Thousand Corpses a lot. I like Devil's Rejects even more. Yeah, I love. I love three from hell was was just it, it was it was really bad. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of zombies work for the most part. Well, who knows? Like coming out monsters, with the monsters. Maybe the monsters will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> we say that about out. every new monsters movie, and it hasn't happened since the nineties. So, <laughs> shit. Wait, somebody who what? worked on this movie worked with some of the monsters stuff, and I forget okay. who it was. Oh, really? Okay. Really? Yeah. Well, let's. Yeah, Wait, this movie that we're reviewing or the new yeah, Rob Zombie uh, well, version? One, one, oh, one okay. of the uh, special effects designers. Uh, oh, yeah, no had, had to have so been cool. one of the older ones. Uh, but I'm I'm forgetting off the top of my head who it was. Hmm. It was uh, Fred Munster himself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, while he's looking that up, uh, Daniel, do you have anything? Any stories? Any? Oh, well, I originally had a question to ask ideas? with this. Um, I kind of, um, I actually kind of regret choosing the question because I I thought of something better when we were talking about, uh, big money hustlers earlier. Um, and now all I want to see is a, uh, I want to see like a a new age rap style movie and it can still be a horror movie, but I want to see it with, um, Surgeon General and his hype man plates. I just want to see, I mean, basically, yeah, but I want Surgeon (laughs) General in that. And I want Plates to be himself and like, just like jump out on stage because like Plates Plates has a, a pretty good swagger, but he doesn't have the Irish thing going on specifically. And I kind of appreciate how much that frees him up to be a hype man. And I want him to just like jump out there on stage and like threaten people until they're really excited to see um, Surgeon General come out. And then Surgeon General does nothing. They get mad. He kills them. And then Plates is just back there like, yeah! The whole time. Just yeah. Yes! 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 Yeah, yes. exactly. I can really see it now. Um, uh, I, I, I think that might be better than my original question that I had for you guys, which was, um, you know, artsy and fartsy, which was to choose a uh, an art director and um, somebody who is a 
you know, heavily involved in schlock films or uh, otherwise is a crappy actor, actress, or film producer in some way and uh, mash them together for it. And uh, for that, um, I had wanted to do uh, Baz Luhrmann for my artsy because oh. I saw a whole lot of, I saw a whole lot of fun in this movie and it was literally like um, a sing-songy, dancey routine away from being a Baz Luhrmann film. Um, but it still had enough rainy elements in it that like I couldn't just choose somebody who was going to do uh, straight schlock. And I thought that Baz Luhrmann would be a fun director for it. And I thought, so long as we're going to do something terrible, why don't we make the Leprechaun even more terrible and channel Danny DeVito from the Batman movies mm -hmm. uh, as the Penguin instead and just port that character straight in just like they put the Leprechaun uh, as plates and have instead the Penguin what? as plates. What are you saying right now? <laughs> <laughs> what? This is my crazy movie pitch to you guys. Baz Luhrmann directs this same movie but with plates played by Danny DeVito. Ah, okay. He's just I throwing fish and biting off people's noses. Yes. <laughs> I'm a plates man. Oh, it would work really well. It's just the same crazy bullshit, but maybe there'd be a song or dance or two in there. You know, I, Plates is definitely like a Batman villain, too. He is. You think, yeah. Like, like yeah, straight up like Eggman. Definitely more 60s Batman. <laughs> and Plates. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Honestly, him, I'd love to see... with King Tut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Price as Eggman Sloan. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, Eggman plays man. Uh, and Perfect. then replace Surgeon General with Bane from Batman and Robin. That'd be fun, too. Nice. I would watch that. <laughs> I would absolutely watch this movie and just, like, I don't understand it. It makes no more sense. It makes no less sense. It's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, Penguin and Bane uh, together. And... I'd love to see just... Some little, like a little guy horror movie. Like, I'd love to see Leprechaun, Plates, and Chucky all hanging out. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that. that would be cool. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, okay. So there is a movie. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called Terror in Tiny Town. I think that's what it's called. It is a Western, actually, going back to the Westerns. And it's the entire, <laughs> the entire movie is just little people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucked up. It's just a village of little people. And they're just, it's just a regular Western, but nobody's like taller than like, like three feet. <laughs> when did this become an exploitation style that, that was adopted into the, into the set of movie genres. Uh, our, on, on the old podcast, we would talk a, a, a lot about exploitation genres. Right. I didn't know this one existed, but I'm really starting to, we're starting to delve really deep into it these days. Like, <laughs> Warwick Davis is truly the star of that exploitation yeah. thing, but like, yeah, you put him in a primary role and people want to go watch it. And I'm starting uh, to wonder, like, what is oh, this? Oh, yeah, there, there's also, uh, sorry to interrupt, there's also no, Wayne Wayne, too. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole <laughs> genre of some form of exploitation involving little people that is just it's it's really oddly satisfying because they put a lot of production value into these unlike a lot of uh, other exploitation genres. They they yeah. want to combine it with some other element and it's really fun whether it's, you know, uh horror or um, you know, action or things like that. Uh it's it's pretty impressive. The way that it's carried out yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure 
Um, <laughs> yeah, and also, you know, going back to the, the Western thing again and big money wrestlers, I would like to see uh, <laughs> these guys again, uh, mostly Surgeon General and Plates and Brain. Yeah, all the entire family, but as a Western prequel, like, <laughs> like, like they they presumably could have lasted long enough for it. They're an alien species. We don't know when they arrived. It could have been back yeah. in the ah, ye old yeah, true. Wild West. Yeah, they're just like doing Wild West shit. I was getting deep too, back in time. Uh anyway, um does anybody have anything else you'd like to bring up before we rate this? So go ahead. Alright, so this is on with the artsy fartsy uh Slash, um, you know, if, if we were to do prequel, sequel sort of thing. So I would like to do a prequel of how the uh, the creator ends up coming down to the planet and the body that he first chooses to become uh, before it becomes the body built body uh, and the creation of all these others. And so uh, yeah. it would be directed by uh, Lloyd Kaufman with Troma. And no. I would like to have plates played by Peter Dinklage, who's just now working with uh, the Toxic Avenger in Troma, mm-hmm. and because they're remaking oh, that right yeah, now. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, and the the guys that I want to work want to have work with him on the movie as like co-producers and actors, Trey Parker and Matt Stone used to work with Troma back in the day on a lot of different segments. They and did. so I want uh, I want Brain. To originally be uh, done by uh, uh, Trey Parker, and hmm. uh, then have uh, like yep. Matt, Matt, or like it, it'll it'll show Matt Stone at first, like when the creator comes down and like snags a body, he'll be skinny Matt Stone, but then he'll be bodybuilder Matt Stone later. <laughs> oh, can he keep his head though, so that he still has his little skinny weird well, head? It, that goes... it, it'll have it'll have his voice still, but uh, maybe his head will be in the jar before it like degradates into <sighs> whatever those little things are. That would be so great. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Who knows? Maybe no, there like were other movie. before the house explodes in the movie. Maybe uh, there are other segments of the house where, like you know, other entities that are hidden from right now uh, actually existed. So uh, there's there's a lot of potential in there for. The, uh, those group of gurus to uh, do their magic. Well, Sloan, I would definitely watch your movie. Uh, that oh, sounds yeah. great. Uh, I don't think that Matt Stone and uh, Trey Parker do nearly enough these days. They uh, they could be making all sorts of live action movies that are just terrible. That yeah, I they watch. do. They, they need a good reason yeah, to do more acid on yeah. uh, the red carpet. So absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking speaking of their live yes. movies, uh, I once watched Basketball. Uh, while chipping really hard on mushrooms, and the entire <laughs> that's how universe, they wanted it. The entire universe made perfect sense. It changed. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I understood, like a champ in no time. <laughs> like I understood no how the world worked ever since then. Like it was seriously changed me, and like I'm, I'm now like a Taoist because of it. <laughs> Thank you, basketball and mushrooms. Probably more so the than the basketball, but it was something so (laughs) profound about it. I was like, "Damn, these guys are brilliant." (laughs) They are (laughs) like they understand more about the universe than we could ever imagine. And uh, it was just fucking what a conclusion. (laughs) The roadkill caught on tape. It's just like, oh, oh, come on, (laughs) oh. 
right, well, I guess we'll go ahead and rate this. Uh, now you all are new here, so you know how we do it. So, Sloan, since you um, picked this movie and you watched it multiple times, why don't you go ahead and... Oops, sorry. Uh, go ahead and rate it. Start us off. So this movie is a perfect balance of yin and yang, chaos and virtue, light and darkness. And I that is my story. I'm sticking to it. That was basketball, it. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it all makes sense. But uh, it all makes sense. Yeah, no, it's co- cosmically correct, that statement right there. And so... Uh, <laughs> Oh, and quick shout out uh, to Bubba, uh, who who rocked it out during my absence earlier. Um, but yeah, this this movie uh, you uh, you feel for the family in the beginning, and you feel for Tina, and then in the end, you start to feel for Brain and you know his family yeah. atrocities, especially him. Like yeah. it, it, it 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 captivates the heart until <laughs> Tina becomes a homewrecker. In the end, like they 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 ended up doing such a good job, like converting her to become one of them that she snaps psychologically, and we didn't even talk about the segment where uh, she rips into brains. Uh, yeah, and, I know. My bad. Uh, on, on the ground, it like splits open, and the little like alphabet blocks end up merging into it says love. She stomps on it, and then it turns into hate in the end. <laughs> just like you're venom girl maybe that's where i had the uh maybe that was when i was watching an art i forget exactly when it was there's a lot of segments we missed yeah honestly (laughs) yeah i'm i remember that bit because i was like dude this movie is actually trying to say something right here i don't know what but nothing deep (laughs) everybody who's listening to this watch this movie at least four times in a row and then you'll understand like where the universe really sits but yeah. uh <laughs> you know um, i i think i'm sorry to interrupt i'm gonna keep watching I'm, I'm not gonna watch it because like i barely remember it is a fever dream so i'm gonna wait another like while <laughs> several years just so it's like hazy and then i'm going to like keep that you know i'm not gonna remember i want to like have this baby stay hazy brand new me, so yeah uh, so next time I watch it, I want to not remember it, and I want to not remember it again after that, except for just like random parts. It's it's perfect. Like it's that. perfect for uh, watching with friends or at a party or something like that. It's just like what the yeah. hell are we watching? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. is so. definitely for sure. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, uh, so go uh, on long story ready. short, uh, there's so much of this movie that I wish that I could bestow the knowledge of you know. Uh, ever ever flowing truths unto our listeners and viewers, but you know you got you got to perceive it to actually believe it. Uh, I only lied about ninety nine percent of the things that I said tonight, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a relatively high rating of. Let's go ahead and do eight geriatric gangbangers. Hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, and uh, Daniel, go ahead. Oh, um, I'm going to start mine off with um, just nine out of ten, uh, and that's nine out of ten times that Sloan needs to uh, watch this movie in a row in order to get it up one more point and uh, get a little more <laughs> obsessed with the actual plot because this was amazing. You had me get um, it up. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like this is a highly rewatchable movie. I absolutely agree with Sloan's review that this is something to watch at party. Uh, or in um, Mian's idea to watch it otherwise distracted. I feel like this is a movie that you can fall asleep in the middle of and be okay with it. Um, but still equally enjoy it if you were to wake up, you know, 30 minutes later and see more of it. I feel like this is a movie that if um, you go out to a random dive bar and it's somehow silently playing on the back screen, you're like, oh, 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 you guys got to turn that up. You got to turn that up. This movie's crazy. And, um, you know, get it put up on a bigger screen and, you know, tip your bartenders, of course, to uh, get it to be a, a loud, fun movie for everyone to watch. I feel like this is one of those movies that when somebody tells you, like, yeah, you know, I like, I like scary movies. And I like some of the weird stuff, too. Like, have you ever seen, um, have you ever seen The Evil Dead? Like, yeah, of course I've seen The Evil Dead. Have you seen Skin Deep, though? You got you to, <laughs> like, yeah. come on, escalate your game a little bit beyond the, you know. <laughs> The mainstream so bad it's good but i would absolutely recommend this i was blown away i have recommended it to no less than two dozen people so far uh really? amongst my friends and um i'm looking forward to streaming it with them later and uh yelling at the screen for how ridiculous the bullshit that goes on in this movie is so yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. nine out of ten times that sloan needs to now re re watch the movie like all right <laughs> cool cool a more time. tony <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was going to give it an eight as well. Eight, just eight plates. Plates of uh, eight. Eight plates of sand. Eight plates with blood on them. Just any plates you can find. Uh, yeah, I, I would, uh, yeah, I was going to say this, like, I've never, yeah, like I said earlier, never, heard, like, never heard of this movie, never didn't know anything about it going into it. Uh, and that's kind of the way it should be. So anyone who just watched this and hadn't seen it, you fucked up. Now you know everything. Although, you know, like kind of the trailer. You watch the trailer and you realize it doesn't really matter. You still don't really know until you really experience it. We only really talked about, like, I feel like barely any of the movie. You know, we talked about a lot of things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I dare you to come up with a spoiler that actually spoils the movie. That because really it's, there's them. just not a thing you can do. It's there's... Nothing's going to spoil this movie. It's just... <laughs> It's the heart behind it the acting that really brings it together. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, if yeah, just you know, you come for the you come for the cool guy on the cover with the chompy teeth, and you stay for the the beautiful love story and and tragic Shakespearean. You know, just you I talked guess. about Baz Luhrmann earlier. <laughs> Perfect pick to to do this <laughs> since you made Romeo and Juliet. I mean, what, who else could handle this kind of material? Other than the guy who did Roman and Julia. Um, Probably the but, guy who did Titus. And the guy who did Moulin Rouge. Um, so, you know, he knows his love stories, all right? Especially the Titus. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, no, it's, it's, it's a fucking nuts movie. Yeah, it's a fever dream of a movie. It's, it's insane. It's insane. It has to be seen to be believed, really. Um, yeah. And yeah, and honestly... If anything, I would just see Warwick Davis like having the best time of his life. It looked like, oh my god, it does. Uh, yeah. So eight plates at it at eight or out of ten, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a right. very different right. fraction. Ten is we'll a plate. It. The zero and the ten is a plate. Ah, okay. Here's okay. my favorite part. I love Once plates. Turn sideways. All right, <laughs> uh, and then there's me. Um, I uh, like I said, I I wish I I enjoyed as much as y'all. Um, 
I th- I think that, like I said, it's just it reminds me of other movies that came before it. Uh, so it loses the points for that. Also, like cinematography was just garbage. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean it's bad. not a well shot movie at all. No, although uh, the camera angles reminded me of early Peter Jackson films. Like it was yeah. very much like bad taste. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, I still enjoyed it for sure, just not as much as you guys. So uh, especially, I love the characters involved and just the wackiness and and just the just everything that was about it was bananas so i'll i'll drop it down one or two probably six or seven six, or probably six point seven uh people who had to run out of the way in the street uh from fear of a random naked person with a giant brain <laughs> there's more than that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's my score <laughs> 67 out of 100 got it (laughs) yeah there you go (laughs) the fear was real uh well that that'll do this episode that that is skin deep now it's time to do a little sneak peek of next week's episode which is right here which is another balls crazy movie this is just like I mean, yeah, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> oh, I like whatever grossness is happening right here. I don't know what this movie is yet, but I'm gonna like this guy ripping his face off. That's cool. He's trying to he's trying to impress her. Get you out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I might have started the microphone there. That's disgusting. Good. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I forgot about this. This ain't the sangria. <laughs> yeah, that's memory apparently. I just <laughs> I mean that that's another dreamer. Uh it's not, not a dreamer. That's a fever dream movie for sure. Dreamer oh dream of a movie, yeah. Satsu Sangre, uh directed by Alejandro Yodorowsky. Uh, the father of the night movie. Um, yeah, so that, that makes that, sense. That is a movie that is also very bizarre. Uh, Tony and I covered that on the old show, and uh, yeah, so I the reason why I decided to do it is because actually, just a few weeks ago, in real time, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, it was like two months ago. But I was invited on another guy's podcast about movies where I just all of his guests pretty much just recommend a movie and he watches it and he has them on and they talk about it. So I was like, "Have you seen Alejandro Jodorowsky's movies, El Topo and Holy Mountain and Fondo Liz and stuff?" And uh, he, I, he just watched them and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" So there was a whole podcast called uh, about what the fuck is this. Uh, that podcast is called You Might Like This, so check that out. Um, you might like it. Yeah, me, me and this guy, me trying to tell this guy what Alejandro Yudorowsky's movies are like, or about, because he definitely couldn't understand it. They're family. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that'll do this episode of Cult and Trash Horror Movie Grind, and um, I, I've, I've been... Uh, 
Meaning to say, uh, actually, I have another podcast. You can see my, my shirt right here. Having Whoa. a beer with Ian. Check, check that out. Lower. That, that's me and <laughs> uh, a bunch of other Ians uh, drunk talking shit. Pretty much, we're all we're all named Ian. And uh, in fact, if you want this shirt, you can buy this shirt. And uh, the, can I buy that stuff, exact shirt though? Yeah. The one I'm wearing? Yes. I mean, yeah, it'll cost you. Mm-hmm. But um, th- this episode is actually sponsored by that podcast. Oh. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That is a tasty beer. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. What? You know, I like my beer just as much as the next guy. Uh, but did, when I drink just, it, I like to drink it and go did, pint glass. just leave us? Did, I can really did taste you just beer. Us? And so I got myself a having a beer with Ian pint glass. That way, I can now have a beer with Ian while I'm having a beer with Ian while being Ian. And now you too can have a beer with Ian by getting your very own pint glass right here at our merch store. Link right here. And hey, while you're there, go ahead and pick yourself up a having a beer with Ian t-shirt. Having a beer with Ian has never been so much fun. Very nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, so check that out. Um, now, uh, also, I keep, uh, I, I've, I've been meaning to mention Sloan, you, you've got a, a band that's coming pretty popular. Um, yeah, so, uh, late last year, uh, you know, during pandemic times, oh my goodness, it's kind of weird to even fucking talk about these days, uh, on the, on the radio podcast, but, uh, so, uh, late last year, about, uh, November time, we recorded a in-studio album for Caustic Cadavers. And I play drums with them, and we're working on our second album, but going around, getting ready to start touring when things open up again. Uh, you know, pandemic. Shit sucks. Musicians really felt a bad uh, fallout from these last couple of years. So, yeah. But yeah, Caustic Cadavers, ending with an R.E.S. with the French inflection. Oh, and we're, 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 <laughs> we're, we're free. We're free on uh, YouTube, but you can find us on any other uh, major platform uh, for high-definition purchase. Uh, yeah, check them out. And does anybody else, Tony, uh, Tony, Tony or Daniel, uh, do you have anything to plug? I mean, I could, I, I got stuff to plug. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I did, a, I did, a, I, I act, I did a movie, uh, uh not yes, too long ago yes. called Sorry About the Demon. I do the voice of the demon in it, and it's gonna be on Shudder. It's like going to be a Shutter exclusive. I don't know when it's coming out. I don't think it has a, a date yet. I think I've heard early next year. So okay. check that out. You won't see my face, but you'll hear my, my weird voice. And yeah, if, if you want to check out any of my other work, go go check out my IMDb and watch some of my, my shitty movies. You know, some of them are good, some of them are bad. Check them out. Check yeah, them out. Yeah. Some of your yeah, shitty yeah. movies are good. That's, that's Some of them are, are good. Thing. Some are bad. It's great. Yeah, Either we, way, we covered just, one on the old podcast. Yes, I'm I love my girlfriend. This is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Go see my girlfriend. It's just yeah. weird science with, with a budget of like $10. That's great. <laughs> uh, I get no money from any of this, by the way. So know right that I mean on. this with sincerity. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll just, I guess, end it right there. Alright, uh, yeah, thanks everybody for watching, and check out Santa Sangre next uh, next week, and uh, Cosmic
Divers and having a beer with Ian, and you might like this. Also, the guy on you might like this will be on that episode too. Oh, so, that's uh, what I was gonna ask. Yeah, and don't um, forget to watch this movie ten times. You do or don't. <laughs> Between four and nine times, I believe is the right number. Right, yeah. son. I agree. This uh-huh. this message right here. Write it on a plate. <laughs> throw it on a wall. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>